Hello, hello, hello. I know it's been a long time that I have not been on the podcast. And honestly, I have missed it to death. And why do we keep ourselves from things that we love doing? Okay, we need to stop. I know I do. Because I freaking love being on here with you guys. So right now I'm doing something different. I know you guys can't really see because you're listening to me. But I'm also live on Instagram because I thought that would be something cool to do to be live during the broadcasting of this podcast honestly because i saw this woman do and i thought that was so cool because i always listen to her podcast but i've never like seen you know her face while she's done it like the whole process of it so i thought it would be cool and fun and this is going to be you know a good a good meaty sized podcast i really just wanted to talk about um, vulnerability and the power of listening to your emotions sharing your emotions and being brave enough to do so right especially after heartache whether that's with family whether that's with a significant other a sibling whatever it may be just honoring how you felt and how it came about right and so for me this whole topic came up in a situation with a boy of course (laughs) and i noticed that every time i feel um some kind of heartache or some kind of disappointment with another person i recover a lot faster you know what i mean i can remember because there's like a spectrum to pain Um, in heartache there's just like oh I can't believe that person did that or said that about me and then there's I'm literally losing weight and I cannot get out of bed because I just feel like my world is totally rocked in half right so there's different spectrums of heartache and pain and also just noticing how vulnerable you were with this person and now your life is it's shifted like this person is no longer in your in your atmosphere and so you feel a bit empty it's like a grieving right it's like a grieving it's like it's a loss of someone who played some kind of role in your life whether it was something um whether it was a significant part or whether it was just someone you sort of you know came in and out of your life to have to have the power to strip them from your life (laughs) it's it's a grieving process right and we want that process to be as as softening as gentle as possible that we can be with ourselves and with our emotions and also a process where we don't hold on to the pain and see life from that lens of that pain right because when we're younger that's something that you know obviously you know from the ages of zero to seven we take everything in right and so in that time period if we have heartache or pain we associate the experience with the feeling so we may associate the experience of forgetting to put the laundry away with being yelled at and so we are not going to (laughs) forget to put the laundry away again you know what i mean and so we as we grow up we may associate the pain of um or the experience of i should say 
being in a relationship so the experience of being in a relationship with a potential pain and so we avoid relationships altogether y'all hear that y'all resonate with that <laughs> because i get it we we allow these experiences to cling to us and they become the the lenses the filters that we see life through and when we do that we're actually missing out on a lot of greatness a lot of people because we're not even giving them the chance to show us okay maybe this is something different right and to go along with that it's so important to recognize how powerful you are and were in that relationship you attracted this person from a from a point of attraction of needing something that they were willing to give right and so that can feel very um cringeworthy to think oh my gosh why would i want to attract this into my life like why would i want someone to treat me like this why would i want someone to do me so wrong right but we have to recognize there can be two points of attraction okay there is an attraction that our shadow can attract from and then there's our higher self that is doing the attracting so it's either the shadow the in the shadow is your is your point of attraction where hurt and pain and um unworthiness and you know forgottenness and just not feeling enough right provingness that is the space where a lot of the times we attract a lot more pain basically we attract more pain into our lives we attract more needing to prove and needing per to pursue and needing to chase you know what i mean and then there's the higher self we can attract from and the higher self point of attraction is more so where we want to be, what we want to feel, you know, us feeling fully favored and expressed and expansive and loved and cherished and heard and seen. And so we are going into attracting a relationship, a person not needing to feel fulfilled right we're not going into it looking for someone to fill something within us because we have already done that for ourselves and so from that place we're just amplifying and attracting someone who resembles how we already treat ourselves right relationships aren't meant to um aren't meant to fill in the gaps right they're meant to amplify right and so a lot of people will say when they're with someone they um they like oh what's the right word they bring my faults like to the surface or i feel like it's not um it just doesn't feel blended you know what i mean it doesn't feel um smooth it doesn't feel like it's a match or a mesh right 
And so in those times where it doesn't feel meshed or aligned, it means that you're staying in this relationship because it is providing you something that you feel you can't give yourself, right? So for me, and this is this is what I'm continuing to recover from, and I, I am definitely a lot farther than where I was, but this is so important to talk about because no one is perfect. I know I'm an empowerment coach. I know I am the mindset coach, but still, we're all human. And the more we can feel connected on this planet, the more love and the more um, community and just the more um, coziness we can feel with each other, right? We're, we're all one. We're all one big vibrational interaction with each other. So why not get closer and just tell the truth? <laughs> so I, and I admire coaches that do that as well because, you know, we're all doing this together. It's just some of us are at different places than others, which is why it's so important to share. Um, and so, yeah, so my experience of what I'm recovering from is people pleasing, right? And a lot, I feel like a lot of women have that have that thing about them or older siblings right i'm an older sibling i'm a female and (laughs) people pleasing was my thing because growing up i always saw my twin as the one that was favored right and i i feel like it was mainly because she was she was the challenger and that was her nickname and me i was always the goody goody one wanting everyone to be happy and no discord. So I saw myself as like the absorber of the tension. Whatever I can do to loosen the tension, that's what I did. Whether it was giving my sister the last cookie so she wouldn't be upset or whether it was, you know, drawing my mom a picture just because, right? Just to, you know, soothe out the environment. Um, And so as I got older, that was just sort of my thing. Like, that's how I felt needed. That's how I felt um, purposeful was in serving others. And don't get me wrong, we are all here to serve some kind of group of people, right? Our purpose here is to be fulfilled and to actively live in joy and do things that light us up. Because when we do that, we affect those who also need that light in their life. Whether it's making boats or, you know, painting or um, planting trees, whatever it may be that lights you up, you in doing that, you're lighting up the world because you feel phenomenal. You feel magical. You feel invigorated. You feel inspired. You feel expansive. All those feelings. So it's not just for you, it's for everyone. So you need to feel good. (laughs) So do the thing that feels good. But anyway, I know that that's that's my shadow of um, needing to feel needed. And after recognizing that, I noticed that in my relationships as well. I wasn't really comfortable with receiving things or... Uh, receiving gifts or receiving help or anything like that from other people right because 
I just felt like I was always the giver, the giver, the giver, the doer for others, the doer for others. And so in receiving, I just, it felt weird. Like, why would you do something for me? I'm doing something for you because I want to. But then when they give something or want to do something for me, it just felt like I didn't deserve it. Right? It felt like I didn't deserve it. And that is something that also needs to be uncovered because why don't we feel deserving of nice things, of being um, complimented or being loved, right? Why don't we feel deserving of that? Well, it's because of some kind of programming we had when we were younger that, you know, we are, we were not, hmm, we weren't really, and it's, and it's all okay. All things are okay. Parents are okay. They only know what they know. And same with us. We're all human. But we weren't really showed how to celebrate ourselves. How to really ingrain and instill on a constant um, basis how worthy and deserving we were of the beautiful things in this life right it's always like you have to prove it you have to um wait for it you have to pursue it but did you deserve it and it's like you can't really say you deserve something just because you're you like that's never enough <laughs> people want to see your resume people want to know how much blood sweat and tears you put into it and the same with relationships relationships i feel in my experience as well that you go into it knowing they're going to be a lot of work well why well obviously it's not going to be perfect but why why are we expected to stay in relationships that don't feel um that, that just don't feel good right and we feel like we're chasing to that next point of when we feel so um loved but why chase or why wait until we feel that feeling of love we should feel loved all the time which what which is what goes back to we have to know how to fill ourselves up first and our relationship will amplify how we already feel about ourselves right when you know for yourself like your even your love language when you know how to love on yourself mentally physically, emotionally, all those things, you'll know what you want out of someone else to continue to that for you. And when that other person knows their own love language and how they want to be treated, you know how to um, provide that to that person. And if you feel like you don't want to give that to that person, that's okay. That's not the one for you. <laughs> and you move on, right? It adds so much clarity in relationships to be able to do that. And so, of course, I went off on like a ramble, but I did want to go through um, how to recover from heartache and how to recover from those pains that we may experience other than going through the shadow work and really diving deep into, you know, healing those thoughts of, I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, I'm not ready, um, I'm not worthy of love, and all these things. Other than that, I have found there's a process to 
to allow the heartache to be shortened to allow the disappointment to be shortened and a lot of this is work that must be done before or just in case the heartache or pain happens in the moment when you're like fired up and ready to fight about some kind of situation um, and go off on somebody it's not the right time to do your healing <laughs> because you're ready to go your brain has already shut down certain parts of it because you are in survival mode and this person whatever they did has threatened your survival so you're either in fight like confrontation you're in flight you're gonna run you're gonna leave the situation or you're in freeze you're just your whole entire brain is just shutting down and reserving all of your um, bodily functions to do the important things so when the brain is shut down you are not able to process you're not able to um, see other points of view you are not trying to hear it that's why the affirmations are pointless <laughs> in this space which is why these are thoughts and processes that must be utilized and ingrained before you know before the event may occur right and it's important and it's so rewarding to do this work too because you'll walk through life with so much grace and radiancy you have no worries or no doubts or no uh, real fears of being vulnerable vulnerable with someone because you know that you have your back you know that no matter what happens with this person, you are comfortable and safe within yourself to be able to express and you know say what you need to say and allow those thoughts to surface and you'll know how to handle them as they surface. And you won't be in fear of your own thoughts because that's where the... Um, that's where the, the scary stuff can come in. When you're afraid of your own thoughts, you're looking to the outside world to soothe them because you're in fear of yourself, right? So that's why we may distract ourselves with more of that bad person that treats us really crappy or distracting ourselves with um, um, drinking or distracting ourselves with you know friends or people that we don't really like to be around but we're choosing to be around them because they're they're better than the bully that's living in our head that's telling us that you done fucked up again <laughs> right like who wants to hear that over and over and over on a loop from this person of course you're gonna go elsewhere of course you you your body your entire being is existent to keep you alive so of course your body is going to want to um give you ideas of how to do that right and it may be in the person it may be in the drinking it may be in the smoking it may be in the traveling across the country and just distracting yourself it may be in the um the clothing that you buy because you know hitting that button of purchase is just gives you a sense of a high right and so all these things like your body knows what you need but when you realize that what your body what your mind seeks to feel better once you realize that it's just a band-aid it's not a a lifelong fix 
then you can opt into what can I do to really walk in this world without needing of anything. <laughs> and that is when you become that radiant self where people and experience just want to cling to you, where you attract um, people and jobs and experiences and opportunities out of the blue because you are radiating a sense of love and a sense of um, light that people just want to be around when you are fulfilled within yourself. And it's so powerful. And I've seen this happen with myself and seen this happen with people around me. When you decide to do this work, it's, it's not even real. It's a returning. I don't like to call it work. It's a returning to what you already were, really. Work makes it sound like, uh, I don't want more work for myself. But it's more so of a returning back to how powerful and just how juicy your life is meant to be, right? So in being able to understand that, we're able to take the time with ourselves and honor it and feel safe in doing so because your thoughts want to be soothed as well. Your thought space wants you to enter it because that is the, um, that's the space where you create your reality is within your thoughts. So when you're able to confront and be with those thoughts that are the most angry, you're able to give those thoughts what they need, which is really just space to speak. That's really all they really want. And trust me, this is coming from a person who has been very, very, very terrible to herself, okay? <laughs> and for me to be in this kind of a place, talking to you about this, I know that this is part of my purpose in life because I can't live life without talking about it. <laughs> It just comes up. That's how you know you're you're aligned when <laughs> you feel like you just can't, you just have to. However, or whoever is willing to hear it, which is why I started this podcast, because I feel like there's always going to be someone that is needing some kind of comfort in this way. Because I'm just spewing out what I would have liked to hear in my moments of distress, right? And so. You are always being heard and seen and loved on. We just have to get you to a place where you are receptive to it when you're in receive mode, right? So these are the three main steps that I use. Um, and over time, it becomes a lot easier and it becomes a lot more automatic uh, for you to be able to slow your thoughts down really and be able to redirect them towards something that feels better, right? Like Abraham Hicks would say, you know, you just want to redirect your thoughts to thoughts that just feel better. And that in itself can take practice because you don't know what those thoughts are that do make you feel better because you've been repeating the ones that don't make you feel better so many times and over and over again, but they do exist. There's so many thoughts, whether it's, you know, not even on the topic of what you're upset about, but there are thoughts that make you feel better, right? And when you're done with that, it's important to soothe out that um, 
part of your mind as well. The part of your mind that feels like, you know, you're doomed to be alone forever, you know? <laughs> no, honey, not if you don't want to. So these are steps mainly for us to not have our not have our pains and hurts stick to us, right? And become a bigger shadow. We want to be more so aligned with our higher self and give those thoughts space to breathe. Obviously, breathe through them and listen to them and honor them where you are. Be ma be mad, be upset, be angry, but know that eventually only you have the power to change how you feel. And a lot of the time it is like anger. When something bad happens to you, you just want to hold on to that anger because it's honestly it's easier to be angry because we're so used to it, but the body is not meant to stay in anger. It's meant to feel good. It's meant to have a quality life, a quality um, space to be. And when thoughts are um, upsetting and angry, it's affecting your entire nervous system. It's affecting the way that you walk through the world and interact with new people. So we don't want you going up to that next person and being like, you gonna cheat on me, huh? <laughs> or, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll be too much. You know what I mean? But you don't want to go up to that next person and be like, um, you gonna treat me bad, huh? Or, you know, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And it took a while to be able to get to that place for me. And it's gonna take, you know, some practice. But it's just a knowing that what do you want to attract? What do you want to experience? And a lot of the times we don't want to experience pain, which is why we cover ourselves up with all these um, um, like protectors of, you know, stay away from that guy. Don't, you know, tell him too much because then he's going to use it against you or he's going to event. You know, it's you projecting into the future what you've already may have experienced. But that experience that you had was only to show you that there is something better right that discomfort that you had was only to display to you that you don't want this <laughs> and it's the trust that you have to instill in yourself that there is something better and you are worthy of better because you are a human being you are worthy just by being you on this planet because the world needs you to feel good it needs you to feel good Okay, so the first step was um, being able to slow down your thoughts. So this is a, whether you want to call it visualization practice or a meditate, hi honey, or a meditation practice, whatever you want to call it. It's the process of waking up because you're most receptive in the morning to new ideas and new thoughts. When you first wake up in the morning, you're basically that sponge that you were when you were seven years old. So that is the time to be able to instill a, a new paradigm, a new thought, to just squeeze it in there before your mind goes back to, oh my gosh, this is, you know, my life, you know? Because in the morning, you're able to set your thermostat of emotion of how do you want to feel throughout the day? So when you wake up and you feel, okay, today I wanna feel loved. I just wanna feel loved. 
But when you say that to yourself, you also have to recognize what does that feel like in your body though? So you can recognize when you're not in it anymore. For me, um, when I say I want to feel loved, there's an ex a specific um, memory that comes into my head. And memory is the most powerful way to heal. Memory is the most powerful way to heal because it's recognized in every part of your body. Like when you remember something that made you feel really sad, it affects your entire body, right? Like you all of a sudden feel like you're going to cry. You feel like your heart may start to beat really fast or you'll feel, you know, hardened or, you know, whatever it may be. It's the same thing with wanting to feel um, love in your life. Hold on. Let me... I gotta charge my laptop. I'm sorry, you guys. This is what happens sometimes when Briera is on a podcast. It gets really, you know, real. Okay, we're good. Um, and so the memory that I think of that I want to, um, when I want to tap into love is when my dad bought me my first ring <laughs> for my birthday. I was 20. Too. And there's a story that goes with that, but when I was younger, he had bought us a ring before, but it got stolen at a sleepover party. And so him buying me this ring, and I love jewelry. Like, I love dainty little pieces of jewelry. And when I opened it, I bawled my eyes out, and I never cry in front of my dad. I don't know why, I just don't. And <laughs> so when I want to tap into a feeling of love, it's that emotional and I sit in it and I just feel the delicious juiciness of that memory just making me feel so loved and to the point where a smile like grows across my face. It's like I'm reliving it. And so when you're able to relive a feeling, an emotion, you are, see, you are starting to see life through that love lens, whatever the feeling that you want to feel. And it's so powerful to do that because you're not thinking about, you know, Karen across the street that, you know, said something to you earlier or that person that cut you off uh, when you're on the highway two days ago. You're not thinking about that friend that didn't answer your text message and like now you're worried are you still friends you're just in that love lens like it don't even matter anymore like in love petty things don't exist <laughs> petty does not exist in love okay and so when you're walking through life you're able to see and experience and um, walk a path that's in your favor of more love that's what that is. And so that's why I say when you sit with yourself in the morning, make sure it's a memory. Make sure it's an um, experience that you can feel in your body. Because when Joseph, whoever, comes up to you and he's like, um, hey, do you want to, um, I don't know, do you want to hang out this weekend? If you don't feel that juicy feeling of love, would he ask you that? <laughs> Then it's a no, no, I do not want to because you're taking me out of my juicy love feeling. But if it's a yes, you'll recognize that too. And it's just like, yeah, I actually would. I, that feels really good to me, right? So you're following that emotion, whatever it may be. That's your like thermostat 
temperature like if your love when you wake up and you're in that memory is at like an 80 degrees i love me some 80s and above um when it's there and then joseph comes up to you and it drops to 73 it's like okay what are you willing to tolerate is 73 okay for you or is it like no it's got to be at least 80 and that's where boundaries come in right that's where we can set boundaries with ourselves and what we want to feel like in our day because because what we feel like is what we'll attract more of okay that was number one slowing the thoughts down and you can do that every day by choosing what you want to feel in your day okay and it's up to you when experiences come up when work comes up do you really want to put yourself through it are you going to think more thoughts that are in favor of okay i'm doing this because i will feel da 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 you know when i get that thing or whatever it may be okay number two is replace doubt okay so when you're rewriting a thought like uh i'm not enough i'm not i'm not good enough i'm not cute enough i'm not cool enough for that guy or i'm not smart enough for that job whatever it may be when you're in that feeling it's important for you to replace that feeling with something you're ready to believe with something that you're ready to believe not something you're forcing yourself into believing because you saw it on an affirmation card or you saw it on instagram what is your body ready to accept as true that's the important question okay and so it may not be you know i'm the smartest person in the room you may not be able to believe that yet and that's okay as abraham hicks says very magical you want to go with the thought of least resistance in that area that you're working on so if you're unable to if you're saying i'm not smart enough and you can't yet believe i'm the smartest person in the room i'm worthy of this job you can start with um what's a good one hmm i'm very aware of when i need to work on something i am very resourceful with my thoughts if i don't know something i am so eager to find out what the answer is right i am so um, dedicated to my craft i know that if someone were to ask me something um i would not give them an i don't know i'll give them i'm gonna get back to you on that right so when you're able to shift thoughts, you're, you open yourself to more thoughts that make you feel that vibration, make you feel that level of good, right? So you don't have to go all the way out there if we're not ready for it. That's okay, right? And that's what they call toxic positivity. <laughs> when we going all the way out there, we're not ready for it. So make sure it's, it's thoughts that you're ready to believe right so that's number two and make a list too i love lists i love pretty pins i love pretty paper okay the number three is trust okay 
Trust is everything. When we are letting go of an idea of somebody, an idea of an experience or anything like that, we have to be able to know how to tap into trust and be able to um, know that there's something better on the other side. And the only way we can do that is through recognizing our past experiences when this when this person jumped into our life out of nowhere right we were grateful for this person this experience at that time which is why we pursued it which is why we took it on into our life if we were really not about it we would not have given them the time of day right and so we have to recognize our power of attracting right whether again it's from us attracting from our shadow or whether it's from us attracting from our higher self we are magnetic beings in general but it's a matter of are you attracting on purpose or by accident right are you intentionally setting what you want to attract in your life are you thinking on purpose and being on purpose or are you allowing your shadow of what's comfortable to come in and attract those certain qualities in this person? For me, I used to really attract people who um, who I could serve. Like whether it was a boy, whether it was um, even in my family, I I was the I served, I gave, right? And so the guys, you know. I would almost give without them even asking me to. <laughs> and then we realized, okay, I'm feeling underappreciated because I'm giving all this, all this, all this, all this. And I don't feel like I'm getting anything in return. But at the same time, I was not willing to receive. I did not know how to receive. It felt very uncomfortable. And so that's when we have to recognize, okay, that's my shadow that doesn't feel like she deserves to be um, nurtured and nourished and loved and cared for and served herself, right? That's the that's the Briera that is um, that is wanting to feel needed because she does not know how to feel needed on her own. She does not know how to feel um, full and you know whole on her own. So she needs someone in her life to be able to fill that gap, right? In between her feeling um, empty and her feeling um, purposed, right? And so it was, like I said, like this has been a long journey. I love being alone now and my thoughts feel very safe, um, but it is a journey. And if anyone says like they're perfect in every way, it's not true, right? It's not because we're always growing. And when we grow, there is going to be discomfort, whether it's in a relationship or in a job or. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, no, that was on the recording. That's OK. Um, whatever it may be. So that's the third one is trust and just recognizing how powerful you have been in your life thus far with what you've been attracting and what you've been experiencing and all it takes is a shift in how you attract that's all it takes it just takes a shift in a thought it just takes that awareness of knowing i don't want this anymore right and with those three steps 
we'll go back to the beginning. They were slow down your thoughts. So that's with like the thermostat waking up, aligning with how you want to feel. And if someone comes at you and is not giving you that same feeling of juiciness, then it's a no, right? And those are boundaries. And we're safe to set boundaries because there's always something better around the corner. And we're making space for it when we say no. Um, replace your doubt. When you take out, I'm not good enough, you replace it with something you're ready to believe. Okay, And trust, knowing and realizing that you have been attracting your world all along. You've been attracting your world all along. That is so freaking, ah, it's exhilarating, really. Um, and when you start to do it on purpose, you're able to purposefully create your life, right? And so all, so these steps were mainly for navigating your heartache, but therefore any space, any topic in your life that you don't feel is um manifesting the way you want it to so it's not just for relationships it's for manifestation in general it's an awareness practice right this is these three steps you can do every morning with yourself right and over time you'll realize the things that used to affect you don't that first step of knowing how you want to feel is like you putting yourself in a golden protective layer (laughs) from this world (laughs) and you're protecting yourself through this whole experience this whole um you know walking through life you're in this encasing of knowing that i am seeing love right now for me i have so much love for me that i'm protecting my energy And I'm protecting what um, conversations I put myself into. I'm protecting myself from people that may make me feel um, unworthy of the things that I want. So I'm going to keep all this love encased within me. And through that, you attract the world. And it's so much easier to do. You are not here to hustle your way through life. You're here to attract and radiate and sit on your throne, really and attract what you want, right? The human body is not here to hustle. That's why people have stress, have high blood pressure. They have all these ailments that come from hustle. And we and people favor that? No, we're not here to hustle. We're not here to feel um, that we haven't done enough or that we're not uh, worthy enough, right? No, we're not here for that. The human body is not built for it. The human body is built for miracles. And when we realize how to tap into them, when we realize that we have more power in sitting with ourselves and meditating instead of chasing down love and chasing down this job that makes more money, your life has changed. And that's what happened to me. I quit two jobs. I refused to move out of state because I love being close to my dad. Even though people are saying you would never find um, a good paying job with a master's degree. And guess what? I made my own job. <laughs> I am mental sugar, right? No. Always be open to miracles. Always be open to the fact that you're deserving of every single thing that you have um, envisioned and continue to do so. It's because you're here for it. You're here to have it. Your desires are um, foreshadowing what is already yours. You have already created it. It's all about just being in alignment with it majority of the time. Not all the time. 
just majority of it okay this was really long but that's okay i had so much fun coming on here thank you guys for joining and i'm gonna stop this podcast now and honey's on the podcast i love you i love you i love you and i will be back i hope you enjoy this long ass podcast and don't mind my voice for this long of amount of time (laughs) bye